following podcast is a production of the network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Fun football frenzy, football chaos, damn near we say. Uh, I am your host of Fantasy Beast. We're going to find them, Kyle Ranney, joined again this week by my new co host, Mr. Jason All. Jason, how are you? Great, great. Love being on. We've uh, we've got a lot to talk about today, too. It's the first uh, first real explosive episode we've had. Obviously, we got some stuff we're talk about when we've been studying the draft off air so far. We'll be talking about that soon, but. Uh, yeah, starting, I mean, yesterday at time of recording this, uh, the league got kind of nutty. Today, as we record this a little bit early, uh, the legal tampering period opened, which we'll even talk about that, maybe an illegal tampering period. Um, <clears throat> but wow, is there a lot of news. Oh Yeah, there's too much. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I work a 9 to 5 and I've been putting graphics together all day. Uh, I mean, starting from the top, and I haven't really put anything out reporting this, but the Houston Texans are officially open to and working with teams to trade star quarterback Deshaun Watson. The two teams that they've got listed still are the Saints and the Panthers. And we actually called last week that we thought he'd end up with Carolina. Yeah, they did, denied him a, a visit with Indy. I was, saying, did, did, I was about yeah. to ask you, did you see that uh, they denied Indy any option to even talk to them? That's what I think that's why they made that move with Carson Wentz is they were thinking Deshaun Watson. I don't know why if you're Indy you think that they're going to trade within the division, but also at the same time I guess I don't know why if you're Houston you're not talking to him. Yeah, you just you don't you jack the price up. Oh, you jack the price hey, up. Hey, we've got we've got this from so and so. I'm going to need two more additional first from you. What? Yeah, sorry man, you're in the division with us. We we got to we got to get fair compensation. I'm still fighting against you like Yeah, I'm still playing against you. New England rarely trades a Buffalo. It's not like the Jets do it. The, the Dolphins don't. So, like, I get it. But at the same time, I guess if that's what you're going to do, uh, that's what you got to hope for. But, yeah, so Indy officially out of the running. Seattle says they're not in the running. Well, yeah. Well, no. Seattle said they're, that they're not in. They don't want – they're not involved they're in them. Uh, keeping Drew Locke. Got it. Not necessarily keeping Drew Locke, but – their first move isn't that they're going to Deshaun Watson. Uh, Pittsburgh is not going for Deshaun Watson. We'll get to that in a little bit. Uh, but yeah, so Deshaun Watson, he is officially in play. The Patriots placed a second-round tender on wide receiver Jacoby Meyer. Uh, Meyer, a player, obviously, who's very polarizing. He catches quite a bit. And it took him like over 100 receptions in his career to finally catch his first touchdown. Uh, so obviously a very nice piece, but he's not a really good, uh, scoring player. Uh, on to late Sunday at this point, the Buffalo Bills with a bit of an under the radar move, uh, signing as they call him the face of the franchise, little dirty Isaiah McKenzie's back for two years, dirt cheap deal. Love it. I love that signing. It's probably one of my favorite 
It's a guy down the stretch who got a lot of usage with this team. A lot. And if they are indeed going to move on from Cole Beasley, that's what Cole Beasley wants. Someone's going to step up. And if that's Zay, I'm here for it. Oh, yeah. And I really... I hope we don't move on from Cole Beasley, even though he wants to move on. I know Bean's going to try to keep him around, because that's what he said. Especially with one year left. One year left, yeah. Let him play the year out. You know, you'd have to kick yourself in the ass for your Cole Beasley, and you decide you want to leave because of how the fan base treated you. And then the Bills do win a Super Bowl this year, and you've taken away your chances of Super Bowl out of frustration with the fan base. Yeah. Um, But I totally understand it as well. The fan base needs to stop. I totally understand it. You get... I'm the kind of person you separate what their views are from football. Right? Yes. So as long as it's he's not out there doing something that he really he should really, be really really messed really, up. really messed up. It's um, a, it's nothing important. If he's playing good football, he's playing good football. I'm trying not to get like political. Agreed. But, um, but at, at the same time, not only just a uh, a player that a lot of the Bills fan base really enjoys in Isaiah McKenzie, but a really cheap deal. Uh, the the figures came out today. And his cap number is like one and a half million this year and like two and a half next year. He's very, very little damage to the cap. Uh, on top of that, talking about, we'll, we'll talk more about markets and positions going sky high, but Arizona really screwed up the tight end position here. Yeah. Tight end Zacherts, who's 30, 31. Uh, Zacherts is out here making three. Three-year contract for thirty-one point six five million. Ten ten plus for a almost thirty-year-old or thirty-year-old tight end is a little bit crazy in my mind. Yeah, and I mean he hasn't been like amazing the past. He he had seven hundred yards or something like that, but like that's not the Zacherts we had three years ago. That's not, that's not perennial. Had, that's not like your Travis Kelsey. That's exactly. Like I mean even. I mean, Dawson Knox last season, I don't know how many yards he, he had. He led the league in touchdowns, though. Still produces in touchdowns, things like that, like Zachary. And that's the thing that I think hurts the Bills more is Dawson Knox is due for a contract next year, and we've got this going on where you're seeing this this crazy amount go into tight ends. Okay, I don't know if Buffalo's going to be able to pay what the tight end market dictates next year. Yeah, and we, if we lose Dawson, I don't I don't know. I think that Dawson's a Buffalo guy. but I think he's going to get paid. I think if he can, he will, and he will get paid somewhere. Um, it's the thing. Like obviously, Buffalo has a chance to to franchise tag him, but the franchise tag for Titans is going to keep going up too, and that that ten million dollar hit's not going to salvage that. Uh, New England signs one of their own. They re up uh, defensive back Devin McCourty. What an expensive contract that is. One year, nine million for a guy who's over the age of 30. Yes, he's a veteran leader and he's a good locker room guy, but that's a hefty price there. Um, Bigger news. We're still not the biggest news. Uh, Dallas Cowboys signed their own after moving on. I guess we'll go back Saturday here. The Dallas Cowboys trade Amari Cooper to the Browns. Uh, So Amari Cooper's out in Dallas. And then Dallas goes and re-signs Wide receiver coming off a torn ACL, Michael Gallup, five years, $62.5 million. It's not a bad price after what we've seen happen on day one of, of legal tampering period, but, like, man, I don't know if Michael Gallup, to me, is worth that much money. That's yeah, $12.5 million a year. It's not terrible, but, like, it's a good chunk of change. He's not that great. We've seen what, like, ACL injuries can do to it. Especially a, a skill player. Uh, but so, yeah, Dallas moves on from one, re-signs another. 
And then the breaking news, something we all kind of predicted. Tampa Bay Tom. Tom Brady has unretired and was returning to the Bucks for the 2022 season. So you have it there, folks. I'm sure if you're listening to this, you already knew that. But Tom Brady, after retiring, is now unretired. And Bills I mean, fans everywhere are sad. Uh, I'm a Bills fan. I am okay with it happening. It is what it is. You kind of knew it was going to happen. Uh, on to late Sunday night here. It's help our revenge tour, and it also helps my fantasy team. <laughs> late Sunday night here, helping your fantasy team more, Jason. The Buccaneers uh, talk center Ryan Jensen into staying with a three-year, $39 million deal. Obviously, center being one of the most important parts of a quarterback's job. Oh, yeah. Knowing how to snap to a certain quarterback. Uh, they apparently tried to keep Alex Kappa as well. And Kappa left at 12, 12 o'clock and two seconds on the spot. A little bit sketchy there. We'll talk about that in a hot second. But uh, Jensen returning with Tampa. Cardinals' Justin Pogue agrees to a pay cut. The Patriots resign quarterback Brian Hoyer to a two-year deal. Uh, I woke up this morning to this news. Devontae Adams has informed Green Bay he will not play on the franchise tag. So he is ready and willing to sit out if needed, he's not going to play on that tag. Um, Good for him, man. Like, get, get your money. The tag is... I get what the tag is meant for, but the tag should only... The tag should come with arbitrary rights. Oh, you can't get it done? Hey, you really want to do this. The The tag should really be arbitrary for each player. It shouldn't probably be a one-year deal, but, like, in the NHL... If you've got a restricted free agent, I don't know how much you know about this. Uh, if you've got a restricted in the NHL and neither of you can come to sides and you're both young enough, instead of being able to just hold him hostage, you go to a mutual judge. And the arbitrary judge hears the case from both the player and the team side and then comes up with the best case scenario. Okay, well, we think we're going to rule in favor of Devonta Adam. He deserves a two-year, $50 million contract. That gets him to his bridge deal. The team now has the option to sign that or let him go to free agency. But that's the most fair way. And it's, I guess it's one of the things where it's a mess for like NHL level when you send a player in NHL to that. Nine times out of ten, that player's not on your team within three years. Yeah, You went in there with this player and said all the shit about him. About why he's not good enough to get paid all that much. And you have to air your, your grievances now. So it does. It ends up causing a fracture between the team, but it it has player rights in the best interest instead of just going, you can franchise tag them for the next two years, and if that's the best player in the league in that position and you've got nothing fixed yet, you can hold them hostage. Yeah, and I, don't, I mean, if you're going to franchise tag it, maybe it's one year. You know what I mean? Like, change something like that. Yeah. So you're not like, so you got a year to work it and out. That's if the you thing can't is, work it out in a year, then you're obviously so not going to work it out. look at Le'Veon Bell. A lot of people would say that was when Le'Veon Bell's career went down, when he sat the entire year when he was franchise tagged the second time around. It's that. Okay, you did it once, and now Le'Veon's on it for a second year. Knowing the running back position is so impossible to get paid at, going, hey, man, let me eat. And he still made some money, but had he hit free agency that first or that second year, the dude would have probably been getting 15-plus million a year. Oh, yeah. They and I think it hampered him to, like, $8 million instead, which, like, $8 million is $8 million. Not money I'm ever going to see in my life. No, that's not leaving on Bell money. But that's it. It's not what he would have gotten had he come out fresh. 
apparently the Bucks and Tom Brady are expected to work out a new contract. So he just wants to be paid more than Aaron Rodgers as well. Uh, the Packers. He, he might take like a one-year deal and get, even take a pay cut. It'll, so it, I do. think it'll be a two-year deal. It's going to end up being two years like what he, what he just did. If they do, and that's what Buffalo actually did with um, Roger Saffold. Saffold's contract is a two-year contract with an automatically voided second year. By doing so, it splits the cap hit almost in half. You front load the contract, all of his per game, whatever his guaranteed money becomes, splits to however many years are on the contract. So, if the Saffold deal comes out that it was worth, Ten million, and nine million of that was outright paid by voiding that second deal, where he still gets the ten million. His cap hits only five. Yeah, that makes sense. So it's a team friendly way to cheat. The player yeah, yeah. knows that he's on a two year contract, but the second year is already pre voided. So he's gonna get ten million. Nine million's paid out up front already, and you're there for a year. It's what it's what Tampa did to bring back everybody this past year. They yeah. did it with and Dominican Sue. They did it with Fournette. It's becoming a more popular route, and I was actually shocked to see Bean finally act on doing so. It models up your cap a little the next year, but that's how Tom did it last year. Because ultimately, when he signs out that full cap hit, or the full amount signed for a two-year bonus, he's paying it all up front. Yeah, you know, you're getting your... Team-friendly deals. That's exactly what it is. Uh, people in. The Packers, outside linebacker Preston Smith, uh, they decided to re-up him four years, $52.5 million. A big deal. Green Bay started to really thrive with the linebacker spot. However, it doesn't save all the linebackers, as Green Bay also sees outside linebackers of Darius Smith get released today. Smith was not healthy all last year. That's a guy who might go out on the market and be a real nice steal on a one- or two-year deal for someone who's looking for a very good backer. The Buffalo Bills. I guess we'll start off because I know in order of how these happened. The Bills released Daryl Williams first this morning. And then they went on to extend center Mitch Morse, basically doing the same thing. They spread out now the cap hit. It actually drops $2 million off of Morse's cap this year although it didn't actually affect his contract this year. Uh, the Vikings tender kicker Greg Joseph. The Falcons signed their starting left tackle Jake Matthews to a three-year extension. The Packers caught tackle Billy Turner, so the Packers losing more players. That's the thing, man. I think Green Bay fans want to talk themselves into thinking that they're going back to the Super Bowl. They're going to be a good contender. They're cutting so many starting players to get to the they're in trouble. Yeah, I mean, when you paid your quarterback $50 million a year, it's going to be a lot of trouble. You extended a linebacker, who we'll talk about in a minute, and that's over $10 million a year. You still need to pay Devontae Adam over $30 million, and you've caught, I believe, two starting offensive linemen and another linebacker off your team already. So that's three players that started. That's not just that simple to fix, especially for dirt cheap. Um, you have no cap left to bring in any other... Positions that you need. Exactly. The Dolphins uh, paying out a guy who's a bit under the radar. Defensive end Emmanuel Agba had nine sacks last year. He was viewed as almost a bust. He was a second-round pick a couple years ago. Uh, he's really started to flourish and in Miami, of, of all places. So four years, $65 million for him as an edge rusher. Not bad money to be in Miami. No. you got to hope he can stay in the, nice, in the system, though, because you got to remember yeah. he is now changing systems. 
Uh, the Rams resign backup left tackle since I believe Andrew Whitworth did retire finally. So when Whitworth re- retires, will be starting left tackle Joseph Noteboom. He gets a three-year, $40 million deal. The Lions, kind of under the radar. We didn't get any figures for this, but they resigned linebacker Alex Anzalone on top of three others. Anzalone led the team in tackles this year. Followed Dan Campbell over from the Saints. Campbell really likes his play. Put him in as the as the note piece of the defense for dirt cheap last year, and he was great. Um, breaking news: Cowboys former Cowboys safety Xavier Woods, no, not the wrestler, has signed with the Carolina Panthers three years, fifteen point seven five million. The Bengals. This was the one that broke the camel's back. The legal tendering period in the NFL. At 12 noon on Monday, the two days before the NFL free agency year, NFL year begins, you can start talking contracts. 12.05 today, Alex Kappa announces he's signed for four years, $40 million with the, the Bengals. That's not the team he was on. You did not hammer out a contract in five minutes. Five minutes, yeah. <laughs> you illegally tampered with Alex Kappa. Uh, I'm sure they'll get looked into. I'm sure they're going to look into it, but the Bengals, the Bengals, doing what they needed to do to try to do whatever they can to protect Joe Burrow, and they got a starting guard who protected Tom Brady now in there to protect Joe Burrow. Um, the Panthers cut loose a couple players, but notably Morgan Fox and AJ Boyer. One of these ones that's a really fun fantasy player, Jason. You and I were talking about this a little off the air. Uh, former Cardinals running back Chase Edmonds signs a two-year, $12.6 million deal with the Miami Dolphins. Uh, first and foremost, the big guy affected, if you have him in Dynasty, is going to be Miles Gaskin. Miles Gaskin's going to take a big decrease in what he's worth. Yeah, definitely. But if Chase Edmonds can get even the same job that he had in Arizona, he's going to continue. And for some reason, Miami always finds really good ways of using receiving backs and that's more or less what Chase Edmonds is. It wouldn't shock me to see Edmonds keep producing and at least be like an RB2 this year. Yeah. Speaking of the Cardinals running backs, running back James Conner signs a three-year, $21 million extension to stay in Arizona, giving him the backfield now. That's a nice one, like nice piece there. I've got him in two dynasty leagues, and I'm honestly trying to sell. He, he had a great year. He's got three years ahead of him. He's still young-ish. But if I can get a young running back and a draft pick for him, I'm moving. Oh yeah, I'm getting out from underneath that just because I don't trust it. Um, the Cleveland Browns, after picking up Amari Cooper and having traded away OBJ, have now released wide receiver Jarvis Landry. And a lot of people think the Bills are a fit, and I don't think the Bills are a fit because he almost him. murdered a Buffalo Bill. Stay away. Yep. I'd be okay without him. I don't like the integrity of how he plays. I know I've talked many times about Super Bowl moves, but I don't know. Uh, I'd rather not have um, that player type of trying, player. player trying to intentionally hurt players on my squad. So Yeah. Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers have picked up a former Buffalo Bill. Mitchell Trubisky. I love that signing. Now me. they're, air quotes, starting quarterback. Yeah, because I would think so. Until somebody decides to make a move or whatnot, uh, he is the starter there. And even I guess if they end up getting Pickett, Pickett might need a year. Yeah. So Trubisky, and they, maybe that's them doing what Buffalo didn't do, 
giving him that second year, telling him you get to start. And if he looks good this year and they get Trubisky, they can trade him next year. On a one-year deal, they'll get something out of it. So I, it might be just a stopgap, but Trubisky is the starting quarterback once more. And I've got him in Dynasty Leagues also. Yeah, I like I like Trubisky. I like that signing for the Steelers. It's a, it's a good fit for at least a year for now. Yeah. Um, the Seattle Seahawks extend one of the top safeties, top young safeties in the game in Quandre Diggs. He gets, I believe, $40 million. The Buffalo Bills tender Ryan, a.k.a. Rick Bates, on the offensive line. Um, multiple teams are already showing interest in Zadarius Smith, who was just recently released by the Packers. The Seahawks re-signed defensive tackle Al Woods to a two-year deal. The Bucks are hoping to re-sign Rob Gronkowski. We know that's going to happen. Yeah, it's not going to be... Difficult. Tom Brady's back. Rob's going to return. Uh, the Jaguars. It won't be difficult for him. The Jaguars went on a spree today, but the Jaguars start the day off by signing guard Brandon Scurf. Uh, a very, very good guard who's never gotten the time of light because he's always been stuck in Washington. He probably got a little bit overpaid, but if you're going to invest money into guards, make sure you're getting guys who've consistently been good, and then you're going to put him in front of a number one overall pick. It's, it's worth your time there. Oh, yeah. So, you want to protect your investment. Yeah, Jacksonville with a smart move on the guard. I mean, in three years when the contract's up, maybe it's going to be overpaid. But outside of, and this is a really nice thing I, I didn't realize when I first watched these, outside of the Christian Kirk deal, not a single one of these players that they've signed so far will still be on the cap at the point in time when Trevor Lawrence needs his, or his rookie deal re-upped. Yeah. So they, they did that enough. To put the pieces in place now until they have to pay him and they all shed right before. That's that's probably a good thing. One of the smartest things I've ever seen the Jags do because usually they don't function that way. I mean, they got a whole new everybody over there. Yeah. So. Uh, the New England Patriots resign. It says wide receiver, but we'll call him special teams gunner. Uh, Matthew Slater, one of the prolific special teamers in the league. He gets a one-year deal for 2.6, for 2 mil. The Cincinnati Bengals add again to their offensive line here, adding former Dolphin and Patriots center Ted Karras on a three-year, $18 million deal. He looks like he will be the guy handing the ball off, or uh, snapping the ball to Joe Burrow next year. I love how all these big signings were happening, and the New York Giants take a little pebble and throw it in the pond and go, we've signed Robert Foster. And uh, who else did they sign? No, never mind. They no. They signed. Uh, they re-signed a former receiver as well. They signed two, C.J. Broad, yeah, C.J. Like Broad and Robert funny. Foster. Neither of which are massive signings. Uh, the Jaguars sign Fatakasi. Uh, it's fo- it's not his real name. Why is it under Foley? It says Foley Fatakasi. He has a different first name. Uh, but he was a one of the Jets' best um, defensive tackles. 16 games with the Jets last year, 46 tackles, no sacks. He was in the top 100 free agents. He goes there for $30 million. Uh, they also signed Foyosade Aluakun from the Falcons, who was the tackling leader last year. So they've gone and gotten two very stout tacklers to show up the run defense. The Jets fire back by signing... Offensive guard Lakin Tomlinson from the 49ers. The 49ers just keep losing pieces. That's not good for them. Uh, it's Like we said, guys, this was a busy, busy day. Yeah, it was. there was a lot of signings. 
The we, Seahawks. This one slipped under the radar for me. The Seahawks re-signed cornerback Sidney Jones, former second-round pick. Titans re-signed their starting center, Ben Jones, to a two-year contract. The Jets re-signed wide receiver Braxton Berrios uh, with intent of actually giving him starting reps this year. Yeah. They moved on from Crowder. I'm pretty sure Berrios is going to get that slot job across from Crowder now, or what that Crowder had. Did we get the uh, one-year deal with Trubisky and the Dolphins? Gisaki? Teddy Bridgewater. No, you said Trubisky. Oh, I'm sorry, Teddy Bridgewater. We were getting there. Oh, I, uh, you, I didn't see it on there. Oh, no, I'm I'm going... I'm not on the Facebook page. Did it not post? No, I don't know. I'm, I'm just internet. I'm looking okay. Um, I'm just looking through signings today as well. The Jacksonville Jaguars officially signed wide receiver Christian Kirk four years, $84 million. $21 million for Christian Kirk. A guy who has never had a thousand-yard season. A guy who... In four years, has had five 100-yard games. It's not like he's consistent. It's not like he's the epitome. Usually, it's it's like four catches for 110 when he has it. And he gets $121 million. Youch. The Buffalo Bills officially signed. They don't even have to wait for this one. That's how they can announce this. Uh, but officially signed veteran guard Roger Saffold. We talked about that a little earlier. Two-year deal. Uh, the finance is not out on that. Buffalo's really good at that. They'll announce they've signed someone and not put the finances out there yet. I think they don't want to screw the market even more. <laughs> I, just, um, I like that a little more. Like Saffold said he signed here because he's still ring chasing. He has um, friendship with Stephon Diggs and Deion Dawkins. And he also had his best three or best two years as an offensive guard. With Aaron Cromer, who just took back over as the Bills' line coach. There we so go. that's a so, real nice yeah. note for a guy. You got to hope he can fix some things. He was ranked 16th in the league as a run as a run blocker last year. His pass blocking has gone down two straight years now. Like, he's been abysmal. So you're hoping Cromer can fix that, I guess. Yeah, I mean, if it was his best season with him, I'm sure he knows something, and I know something specifically about him at that position. So. Yeah. I mean, it's not like the... To be fair, you're pass blocking in Tennessee who doesn't pass the ball often. Yeah, you know, you're not doing it often. You're not really... You're firing out 30 times a game, 30-plus times a game for Derrick Henry. So Yeah. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles, with a splash signing edge rusher Hassan Reddick. Reddick, three years, $45 million. Uh, that's... A great cost. $15 million for the guy who, in terms of sacks, in the last two seasons, is the fourth high, or fifth highest sack count of the entire NFL. And, like, he's up there with some big names. Trey Hendrickson got paid quite a bit last year. TJ Watt just got paid out the ass. Um, I want to say one of the Boses might be on that list. And then there's... Hassan Reddick, who gets $15 mil a year. That's a steal for Philadelphia. Uh, the Bengals re-signed defensive tackle B.J. Hill, three-year, $30 million. Browns, Chiefs, and Lions all in on Allen Robinson. I'll be a little upset if Allen Robinson goes to the Chiefs. Yeah, that won't be great. The Green Bay Packers re-sign... 
Linebacker Devondre Campbell to a five-year, $50 million deal. That was the one we talked on earlier. Uh, signing big pieces, but still not going to have the, the likes of uh, some of these other guys. The Seahawks, one of, Gary, one of your brother's favorite players. Seahawks re-signed tight end Will Disley, three-year, $24 million deal. The Colts re-signed tight end Moali Cox, three-year, $18 million deal. Um, let's see if I can re-up because I'm sure we missed some things here. Nope, that is actually up to date. That's phenomenal. Uh, uh dude, there's, there's so much. Russell Wilson is trying to recruit Bobby Wagner to the Broncos. Rams re-sign their center Brian Allen to a three-year deal. Cardinals re-sign backup quarterback Colt McCoy to a two-year deal. Eight teams are in on Marquez Valdez-Scantling. The Dolphins agreed to a three-year deal with wide receiver Cedric Wilson. They paid him $21 million a year. Not terrible. We saw what he could do at the end of the year, but he's also never put together a year as like a starter. So, uh, As you touched on, the Miami Dolphins signed quarterback Teddy Bridgewater to a one-year deal. If he doesn't beat two out... But that's the thing. We don't know if it's it's he's going for Tua or if they just told him, "Hey, we'll give you a good amount of money, be the backup." You gotta think he's gonna be in play for this job. Oh, I if he doesn't beat Tua out, I'd be surprised. Uh, Chargers, Chargers helping the Bills a little bit here, taking away cornerback um, J.C. Jackson from the Patriots. Jackson signs five years, eighty-two and a half million dollars. Big money for J.C. Jackson. Too much money. You know the other note, though, of why he ended up there? No. High school teammates with Derwin James. Oh, yeah. They're getting the band back together. The Dolphins tight end Mike Gusecki has officially signed his franchise tender. He's the first franchise tagged player to sign. Surprised. Yeah, I am, too. I didn't expect it to be him. Um, I didn't expect him to want to. I expected him to honestly be like, I want to sit out or request a trade. I mean, the more he can get done, though. Going into next year, they might be willing to trade him in the in at, in season if they suck. So, uh, the Buccaneers re-signed cornerback Carlton Davis, three-year, forty-five million dollar deal. That's a player that a lot in the league thought they had no chance of re-signing. Uh, he was one of the top corners on the market, though. I don't think he's as good as a lot of people think. I think he just had a really good year in a contract here. Yeah, I mean, you perform in a contract here is what you're gonna do. Yeah. Um, the Steelers re-signed starting right tackle Chuck Wuma Okorafor. Say that six times fast. No. Uh, so he gets a three-year deal. Deshaun Watson meeting with Panthers and Saints. Still both are considered front runners. The Jaguars continue to throw a bunch of money. They signed Evan Ingram. One-year deal, $9 million. Yeah. I don't know what they're doing. And, like, they've let some talent go. I, I was talking to Gary earlier. Do you know DJ Chark's free agent? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even like, that. yeah, like that's a that would be a decent name to go out and, and get a piece of. He wasn't a bad receiver. No, well, he was just hurt last year. Yeah. Yep. He, he played four games. Was, he was on pace about, for eight tackles again. Or eight, Chenault was hurt. Chenault got banged up partway through the season. Um. Agnew got banged up as well. Like they had so many receivers that just kept stepping up and getting hurt. Uh, How are the Panthers going to go looking at another quarterback? I thought Cam was back. <laughs> He's not. He's not. He's not even on the team. No, I know. Free agent currently. I just love the I'm back for one game. Texans released 
starting right tackle Marcus Cannon. Browns sign defensive tackle Taven Bryan, former uh, Jags first-round pick. The Bills sign defensive tackle Tim Suttle. We talked about that a little off the air. That's uh, an intriguing move. It's not sexy, but it's got high upside. Yeah. A guy who was buried in the Washington depth charts who really has a chance to take over a role with Buffalo who's got a pretty open spot at D-tackle. Open spot at D-tackle, open spot on the D-line, and just need for somebody to be the guy. Yeah. Uh, So, like, I'm excited to see how that pans out. The Jets, the Raiders, and the 49ers all interested in Steph Gilmore. Take him. It sounds like it's three very bad teams. Take them. Uh, the Jets re-signed running back Tevin Coleman. Right before we got on air today, the Cowboys re-signed defensive end Demarcus Lawrence. Uh, Three-year, $30 million fully guaranteed. The Jets signed tight end CJ Azuma. Uh, Three-year, $24 million. I don't know. He, he was looking for money. There's no other way to put that. You want no, him to be the tight end of the Jets? Yeah, you were looking for the, the paycheck. You weren't looking for the ring this year. You're looking for a paycheck. The Giants sign former Colts starter Mark Glowinski to a three-year deal. And as we stated earlier, the Panthers sign safety Xavier Woods to a three-year $15 million deal. The uh, it's It's been a crazy day already. There might be an update when we get off the air. And I might do something before this comes up Wednesday because I'm sure there will be more news tomorrow. But, yeah, it's... It's just been nonstop today, guys. There has been... Well, signings have been all over the place today. Yeah, and it's it's fun. It keeps everything out there. It gets me ready for football. <sighs> Mitch Morris posted a picture of him uh, signing his contract with his wife's breast pump on the table. Oh, <laughs> uh, if it wasn't for family. But guys, I think that's about it for today. Uh, there you go. There's your there you go. There's your Pro Bowl left side here. Don't forget there was 172 different NFL players at Duffs. There were 172, yep. including uh, Christian McCaffrey. Yep. Tom Brady. Yeah, Tom Brady was there. Yeah. Rob Gronkowski. Yep. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo was there. Clinton Portis. He doesn't uh-huh, play anymore. Aha, uh-huh, Clinton Dix is always there. But guys, that'll do it for today. Uh, we got to have some fun. We get to talk about some new stuff. We'll be talking about um, we'll be talking about the drafted players hopefully next week. I'm gonna try to get some more homework done so we don't have to ball them all in and stretch them out. Uh, but we get to finally jump on that. Shout out to our shout out to our sponsors: Genetic Therapy Sessions Buffalo, Charlie at Renegade Studios in St. Pete, Florida, Damien at the Player Box in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, and because nothing else goes better with football. Kyle at Chicken Dippin'. Hit him up. Check him out at chickendippin.com. Use code SPREAD716 to check out for 15% off your order. And until next time, guys, you keep on looking for those fantasy beasts. We'll show you exactly where to find them. Peace out, guys. <laughs>